good, busy, you know, severely, right. severely busy. But, you know, I ain't complaining. It's, it's a good problem to have, so. You know, originally, uh, these were labeled as Stone Sour shows, yeah. and then Jim yeah. had his surgery, so you, you I mean, it, they became Corey Taylor shows. Any hesitation or something like that, and just busting out? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, it was, you know, for me, you know, we, we've always gotten a lot of support from, from radio, you know, whatever. I mean, we're a live band, but we also have the benefit of having that support, and I didn't want to lose face on that side, you know. I, plus, I wanted to show them that I appreciated the fact that you know, we were coming out and these were going to be our first shows on the, the Hogab tour, basically. So I was like, well, I'll cover it then, you know. I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even hesitate. It was just like, book me up. I don't give a, I don't give a damn, basically. So, yeah, I, I was ready to do it. That uh, lends to the fact of just how diverse, though, your talents are because not a lot of people can do that, just step in and do some, some acoustic sets. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, this is how I started, you know. I mean, this is how I taught myself how to play. It's how I, you know, kind of started writing songs, you know, just sitting down with an acoustic. So, I mean, it just kind of translates well, I guess, you know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm glad people will enjoy it. Let's put it that, because I can get out and be like, ba 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 Thank you! You know, I mean, it could go really bad. So, yeah, it's good, you know. Uh, Absolute Zero has been really well received. By everybody, you got to be getting stoked about the release of the album. I'm really happy, man. It's it's honestly it's it's climbing faster than any tune we've ever had. Like, which makes me feel good. You know, I mean, just a it's a great tune. B, you know, those were like that and Gone Sovereign were really the first two that I demoed for this album. Like, and just making sure that you know we kind of had the overture and the anthem right out of the gate, and just the fact that people are so into it just makes me happy. You know, it's it's a uh, it's a bit. It's a big tune, you know. It's got a great chorus, and everybody is just sick on that song. So, you know, uh, Hogan is going to be a double album. You got the first part coming out. Yeah. When when you're putting that together, it, it, did you have a distinct order in mind of how this was going to go? So, putting album one together was easier than, and, and then number two was ready to go, or did you have to put together um, the songs and then separate them out? No, I mean it kind of arranged itself, to be honest. I mean, part one, honestly, it it, came, it, it arranged itself a little quicker um, than part two. But that's just because I hadn't, uh, I, I was still kind of fine tuning the short story that I wrote for it, you know? So, um, but once I nailed that down, you know, part two, just boom, 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 boom. It was just about putting the right pieces. Cause I mean, all the songs that are on part two were naturally going to be on part two. It was just finding the beats basically in the story that would allow for the music. So no, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't hard. It was just, uh, it, it was just about finding the right spot for it. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, part one just really, it just kind of sorted itself, you know, especially with all the songs kind of flowing into each other and whatnot. And there were, you know, several on part two that flow into each other like that. But just for some reason, I mean, part one really just kind of said, you know what, this is exactly what we are, you know, and it was, you know, we could, and it, because of that, I think we, we just, we worked really quickly on it because we knew exactly where they were going to go on the album. Yeah. Um, it seems to me you're just a very take charge person with, you know, everything that's involved in, in the, the projects that you have. And um, with the album release, uh, I, th I thought what was really cool is during the Mayhem tour um, and the Slipknot gigs, you were leaving clues for people to find yeah, tracks. Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff is really cool. Is that yeah. the kind of thing you would be into? I mean, just as a person oh yeah, totally, man. And you know, I, especially you know bands that I really loved. You know, I, I was. 
really, you know, the, my one of my favorite things when I was growing up was when when every Iron Maiden album would come out. You know, you would always you'd I would I would buy the album. I'd stand in line to get the album. You know, and then I I carry it home and I'd be like, oh, you know, and it that'd be like two days for me, just living with that album. You know, and and scouring the the liner notes and reading the lyrics and, and memorizing everything and and looking for the little things like in a uh, somewhere in time like in the artwork for that once you unfolded that like that long gatefold cassette that just dates me right there um, but unfolding that and really looking at it you know and finding the band in the artwork you know kind of standing back when you've got you know Cyber Eddie going on on the cover you're like oh look at that you know so I. I loved stuff like that from like my favorite bands and whatnot. Like it was, it was cool, you know. Um, it, and I think if the technology had existed back then, well, I mean, it did. But you know, if if the availability of it, the accessibility of it, had had been around back then, I think the bands would have done more stuff like that. You know, it's like look for the little thing in the in the album cover, you know. And so for me, it's kind of carrying on, trying to carry on a, a tradition of. Getting people excited, not just for for the album, but for the event of an album, you know? I mean, because that, for me, was why those albums will always be the biggest for me, you know? I mean, those were the albums that, you know, I, I just, I mean, were crucial, you know? I can remember walking five miles to go and buy a copy of um, of um, uh, uh, Injustice for All, and just being like, oh, you know, I couldn't find it anywhere, and I found a copy of it at a Ben Franklin's which was like a Walgreens of right. its day it's a you know it's a five and dime yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. and I'm like what is it doing in here you know <laughs> so I you know I bought it and I walked back to my house and you know I just spent days just really looking at stuff so for me I I, I love the tradition of, of making people you know really just excited about it you know and making it vital you know in, in a day and age where there's a lot of talk of uh, albums going yeah. away yeah. and and we should do singles and that's all we're going to sell that is even more vital yeah no I, I agree you know I was I was talking to Zach Wild about this uh, I, uh, probably about a week ago and you know I mean everyone has their opinions about the internet and downloading and whatnot and, and you know the the record industry is convinced that you know it's because of downloading that you know people aren't buying albums and the people are convinced it's because most music sucks these days and people don't want to spend their money and me and Zach are just kind of sitting there and Zach put it best he's like you know the problem is is that there will never be another back in black there will never be another appetite for destruction there will never be another album that just excites the audience and sells 20 30 million copies because you know, it's it's almost like a level playing field, and because no one's special, no one goes out of their way to make it special. You know, and that's sad to me. You know, because those albums defined eras, they defined generations, they defined people like me. You know, where it was just like, well, if that can happen, you know, you can achieve something like that. You know, and it's 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 decimated the higher echelon and it's made it fairly impossible for younger bands to really get a grip and, and get in and, and develop themselves, you know, and that's what, that's what's really sad about it to me. So are you on the, uh, let's try to change a bandwagon or you're like, okay, well, let's do what I can to, to survive in this kind of, no, I mean, my, my whole thing is, is if you can't beat them, 
adapt basically and, and I think that's what a lot of bands in my position are doing you know that you know they're just trying to use the technology to your advantage you know it's like you know there's not a, it's it's not a given that you're going to sell millions of copies I mean even the even the bigger bands you know it's a rarity when you sell a million copies these days which is really sad you know I mean the, the, our album comes out the same week as Taylor Swift and everybody's like aren't you nervous and I'm like no she should be nervous you know I mean if she doesn't sell big there it's going to be considered a failure and it's like what the hell do I have to lose I'm just stoked if anybody buys my album you know so it, it's one of those things that all you can do is what you do you know you can't worry about whether or not someone's going to buy your album all you can do is provide a really quality product for people to want to buy your album and then you know what the rest is up to luck and God and anything else that may not be real in this day and age, you know? <laughs> right, right. And, and then you do some really other cool things. And we just came from the Hard Rock uh, Hotel um, and uh, at the Morrison Con. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah, So yeah. we were over there and, and, you know, talk a little bit about the, the comic book that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, I always had this uh, vision of, of this, this project really being a multimedia event, you know? And... Um, you know, obviously, I wrote the short story for it. You know, we really, you know, arranged the music so it would tell the story in little bursts here and there. But you know, I I wanted to do a comic. I, I just could see it. You know, it's a very visual story. And luckily, you know, we we kind of shopped the idea around to a bunch of different people, and we uh, you know we landed with we found a, a company that was really really stoked to do it. You know, and doing a big uh, big reveal here in about probably two three weeks something like that. And, uh, you know, it's just another check on the bucket list, really, man. You know, because, I mean, just being a huge comic fan, I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I get to do this. So, but I tell you what, it's, it's just another challenge, though. I've been, I've been adapting the, uh, the short story, which I already cut into two halves, into four issues, you know. <laughs> right. And having never done this before, I'm like, ah, okay, panel one, this is what I see, and this is what they say panel two this I mean it's it's very arduous you know and I I gotta give uh, you know writers and artists credit I mean there's a lot of work that goes into comics you know and uh, you know but I'm doing my best you know and I got really good people that I'm working with and I got all the artists that I wanted to work on this thing so I'm like double triple score you okay. know so real though seeing like a story that like that come to life I mean something started in your head is now you know you have an artist rendering of this character that you've created and this world that you've created it's got to be it's pretty I mean it's pretty surreal yeah. to be honest and it's one of those things that it's like you hope for it but at the same time I'm at the age where hope and 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 whatnot it, you, you tend to you rein it in you know because the 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 less you get your hopes up the more likely you are not to get crushed under the reality of life which you know I mean in, in on one hand is just a very realistic way to be and on the other hand it's like well am I just too jaded for my own damn good these days but you know I mean I've got you know the last few years um, has been a lot of a lot of super lows and a lot of really huge highs for me you know which has made it a little bittersweet so maybe that's just tempered it you know and um you know, seeing this all come to life is awesome. I mean, I'll be completely honest. Just, I mean, just as a fan, you know, just being able to have this opportunity and maybe it comes out half as good 
as I really wanted to. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, I got the opportunity. And if this leads to another opportunity, so be it, you know. But, of course, my end game is much grander than all of this put together. Right. Awesome stuff, man. Yeah. Thank you so much no for the No worries, time. man. Appreciate no worries. You setting some